What's going on, everybody? Josh Collins here. Terry Collins, how y'all doing? We are the Collins Report coming back at you with another one on another beautiful Sunday. The sun is out in the Midwest right now, man. No rain. No rain. Just nice. The birds are chirping. People are cutting grass. Hopefully not during this podcast, but they are cutting grass, man. It's beautiful <laughs> out, man. Terry, what's going on? Not much, man. Enjoying this weather. Uh, ready to do another podcast of the Collins Report. How you been? How was your weekend? Man, on the road all weekend, man. Traveling Ohio, up in uh, Columbus, doing some stuff for a project that you know about um, mm-hmm. that uh, I'm asking you to be a part of and, you know, everyone else to see later on. So, okay. really dope, though. But I'm excited for this podcast because we have someone, like a little sister, man. Um, you know, sometimes you never know how relationships will bloom. It's why we must stay disciplined and treat people how we want to be treated. You know what I mean? And and this the guest we have right now, when I first met her, she was wrapped up like a mummy. She was wrapped up more than a gift under a Christmas tree, like just bandages and KT tape everywhere. Mm. She she was a hot mess. I was like, <laughs> and I looked at her like, what, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with you? But her personality was so smunky, and she's like, hey, I'm all right. You know what I mean? She's on the sideline, by the way. She can't even participate. But she was, you know, so calm and and I seen confidence in her. And um, you just never know. That was like three years ago. And through that, man, we trained for the past three years. And now she's on my podcast. She's going to talk about something. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you for listening to me and Becca and Terry. Becca Forty, what's up? Nothing much. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. This is so cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming. We appreciate having you. Yeah, I'm excited. It's And it's my pleasure, too. Like, working with Josh has been, like, my favorite thing. Oh, like, over the I years. appreciate fact, that. I appreciate that. I don't know if He blushing, like, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. It's been a blessing. In fact, like, I don't know if you know the memories you can get on Snapchat that come up. Like, there was something that came up from, like, two years ago mm. when the basketball rim shattered in the Y. Oh, I need that. <laughs> yeah, that was I funny. That. When, For yeah, real? Yeah, yeah. Were you with me that day? Yeah, I was. And you that were was just, a crazy was, day. It was hilarious. Yeah. Sheesh. Hey, I need that. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. No. Nah, how long have you been back from um, college? From school. Well, I got home uh, Friday night, actually. Okay. I stayed an extra night, packed up. You never realize how much stuff you have until you have to, like, bring it all back home. Just boxes and boxes of stuff. But it was good. It was good. Okay. So, good. yeah, I finished freshman year. and it was, Congratulations. Thank you. It was... I definitely didn't think it was ever going to happen, like going to college and like playing and and just finishing that. It's definitely like a huge gift that God gave me that I now, had no idea was going to happen. Don't mean to cut you off, Becca, no, but no, for no. those who don't know, uh-huh. tell us about where you're playing soccer at. Like what school are you at? Okay. So um, I played soccer at Bethel College. Um, they gave me an offer my senior year of uh, high school and uh, it was really cool. Um, just being able to work with the coaches got recruited really late, but, um, freshman year they had low numbers. And so I got a lot of playing time and it was, it was a different experience. The team was, was different. It wasn't what I was hoping, but I'm, I'm glad I had the opportunity to play there and moving on to Indiana university. Such grace. Awesome. (laughs) Such grace. Look at that grace. She been doing this before. (laughs) Sure, She she practices by herself. I don't know. Media train, no man, <laughs> for sure. So you're going from Bethel to IUK, yeah. IU Kokomo. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah, really excited about that. I'm actually my coach called me the other day from there, and he was just like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And like, super excited for mm-hmm. what he has in mind. And like, I know he's looking up to like a couple of the older girls, and he's like, "You know, we want you to lead the team." And this is a the un- inaugural season, mm. so it'll be it'll be good. I'm excited. I'm excited. A little mm-hmm. nervous though. That's but, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. And it, Cool thing too. I kind of get to see you and another. Yeah, um, Erica Bollinger. Yep, Eric. Shout out to Erica. Yeah. Who I, get, I have the pleasure of training as well. So I got two going to the same school and Sydney. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Another sport, man. Yeah, they're both gonna be my roommates, so I'm looking forward Ooh. to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I won't ask any questions on the air. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Just make sure yeah. you got to do not disturb. Sign. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and be and be transparent but hmm. that's no that's cool that's great that's great yeah. 
Um, what made you choose IUK to um, transfer into? So going from a Christian school, it's kind of like the same situation that like I was homeschooled at first and then I ended up going to high school for a year. And so like obviously homeschooled a more conservative environment and then headed to a high school. And then I went off to Bethel, which is a Christian campus and not everyone there is Christian, but it's very, it's more conservative. You know, there's more rules and you just kind of. It, it's not as uh what's the word that i'm looking for it's just different obviously mm-hmm. being on a on a christian campus and so i'm headed to iu kokomo um not because i hate the rules of bethel or anything or i want to be rebellious but like you know i think that um going to iu kokomo reason one obviously financially things just work better and I then understand. and um the second reason is just the team dynamic that I'm looking for. I love soccer so much and to be a part of a program that is real about it and I think we'll take it seriously means a lot to me. And so I think this program is going to um, mm. be a little bit more intense and in what I'm looking for because um, I, I want to do more with soccer than just play for four years and, you know, just mediocrity and on mm. a team, but like go somewhere, you know. Mm. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. It got serious yeah. today. Yeah. I'm looking for something more. Like, I, I, yeah. I'm serious about this. Yeah. So mm. I know Josh, of course, knows, you know, has you guys have, you know, history already. But mm-hmm. um, for me, I heard you say you're homeschooled mm-hmm. and then you went to high school for one year. Yeah. How was the, the transition for you going from being homeschooled, which most people would be like, oh, you were sheltered. You yeah, oh people. yeah. <laughs> you go to high school for that one year and then you go to a whole nother world mm-hmm. where you, you know, enter college. How was, yeah. how was that transition yeah. for you? So in homeschooling, it's like the community is just, it's just different. The, like obviously everyone just thinks you do school at home sometimes, but no, I took co-ops with like a lot of my friends. There was a really good community in Fort Wayne for homeschooling actually, really big. Okay. And like we did a lot of stuff together and I took college classes in Indiana Tech, but then heading into DeKalb, I was I was really nervous because like I've never been in a public school before, but at the same time I love people. So, you know, started on the soccer team and whatnot and just, um, you know, I I enjoyed the people, but sometimes the atmosphere was just hard in public school because it's, it's you know it's all the kids together and so there's a lot of drama and a lot of um difficult things but I think the funniest part was just like not even the funniest but like my favorite part was just how um teachers would be like you're different and in fact one lady at the Y I remember going to the Y after school was over and she's like oh so when are you returning to your country or whatever and I was like I'm sorry. And she's like, aren't you an wow. exchange student from Germany or something? And I was like, no, no, I was just no. homeschooled. <laughs> she thought I was a German exchange student or something. So, so yeah, I assume that's, that's a compliment. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I'll guess. say this. Is it? <laughs> she, she's always been mature. Always been like, you know, uh, to me, always been like a leader. But the way she leads is, is kind of through like, humor a little bit a little bit yeah thank you know you. what i mean but it, it works yep. and people yeah. gravitate towards that she's likable um she'll tell you how it is but yeah people like that i've always seen you know the girls that we've trained with respect that thank and you i've always you. heard good things you know what i mean yeah so so yeah so that's i'm assuming maybe that's what you meant you just different because i i've always noticed that too i'm like yeah she's just different she's just different yeah. um what are some of the, the struggles, though, from coming into your, like, playing sports on side, the soccer field from mm-hmm. homeschool? Okay. Well, Just definitely. Just for one year, by the way. Yeah. At high school, it was it was um, different. I think on the homeschool team, like, <clears throat> our competition wasn't as difficult as high school. Sure. And um, the coaching style is different. Um, In and, what way? Uh, I think that it's just very aggressive. Um, is sometimes at the high school level and it may be a little too aggressive sometimes mm. but like um, my coach on the homeschool team was just really chill but he like like he made a point and it was intense but it wasn't like over the top and you know he, he handled himself well and obviously not every coach is going to be great like that but um, I think it was different um, but it was good and I like the intensity that I did have at DeKalb but I do think like it did prepare me better for, oh, for, for college sure. because the intensity level was higher and it was um it was uh it was good. Oh, so for sure. some of the struggles I'd say um was just adapting to new teammates, you know? So um uh, new team and I wasn't with them for as long as the other girls. Oh so yeah. For sure. Yeah. Did you find that a problem or mm. not not necessarily a problem. I know 
you know, playing <clears throat> sports, sometimes when you go into that new team, is mm-hmm. there's been, you know, relationships already mm-hmm. built for, yeah. especially yeah. now, you, you know, you start playing with certain people mm-hmm. from, I don't know, like third grade, yeah, you yeah. middle school, yeah. together, you go to high school, yeah. and they form those bonds yeah. and relationships. And sometimes, yeah. especially female sports, I love you guys, <laughs> but for you guys sure. are very aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And sometimes they hold that like, oh, who's the new person? Yeah, exactly. Did you yeah. did you ever experience um, any of that? You know, I feel like I definitely worried about that coming as I was, these girls have known each other for a long time, you know, and I have no idea who some of these are. And Faith Lewis actually is someone I had known from my club team. And um, so she was really cool just being able to like be inclusive in that. But then also just like you can let yourself be excluded. Like, but the 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 key thing for me was like, you know, I'm going to reach out to everybody. So it wasn't Mm. just varsity who I was playing with, but JV. I had so many girls from JV. I remember I went to Africa two weeks um, right before season started. And when I came back, like it was like the two weeks that we had had preseason together and we all really bonded. And so um, when I came back um, to the the practice, all these girls, they saw me coming and they were like, Rebecca, and they just mm-hmm. all came running. It was, it was a really good moment, probably one of my favorite moments uh, just in my life, honestly. It was just such a warm feeling. So just getting yourself out there, you know, like including everybody. Yes, you're the new person, but sometimes people aren't going to go out of their way to mm-hmm. talk to you. So you need to take initiative and, and go it. and talk to them. And I think especially like going to this new team at IU Kokomo, like these girls, I, it's a new team. Um, I'm one of the older people on the team. And so like, I want to help be the glue that keeps us together. And one thing that my coach from Bethel said, you know, you do that. And that's what something I want to keep doing. And, um, it's something I like to do, you know, I want to keep the team together and, and help us just flow on the field and off the field actually. Yeah. Really well. Media train, man. I tell you, don't play No, you're awesome. (laughs) You're awesome. You're awesome. (laughs) I remember that though, and I actually wore my bracelet yesterday that you got. Oh uh, yeah, uh, from yeah, Africa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Africa, Africa, yeah. man. She, she just went past that like that's no big deal. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, before, <laughs> no. before the season, yeah. I went to Africa and then I came back. And yeah, I was, a lot of people were worried I was going to get so sick, and yeah, no, I came back just fine. I was good. I was oh good. Gosh. Yeah, it was, that was amazing. A wonderful yeah. trip. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that's yeah. That's our relationship though. That's yeah, no, we. We barely talk about sports. We we talk about everything else. We yeah. talk about the people. We talk about the love and the struggles. Yeah. Like that's oh, yeah. our behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, you know, daily. Mm-hmm. I, I won't say yeah. daily, but usually when we're together training, mm-hmm. training, we, we talk always about. have some type of conversation. Oh yeah. Sometimes the tears come out. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You oh know? yeah. And like, I think being at high school, like with with had Josh being there as a trainer and as a teacher, just seeing him every day in the hallways was like just a highlight of my day. I was like, Oh, I get to walk past Josh today. Or like, you know, when there was a hard day, just telling him about it. And he knows a lot of the people that I know at as well. So like, you know, he knows who I'm talking about when there are situations or even like good moments and like, Hey, we want a game today or like just really, really helpful to have, have Josh. at. So I don't know. For me, um, being any type of trainer means, you know, it, it doesn't. It's, it's just beyond training physically. Mm-hmm. Um, my coach and my mentor, uh, you know, Becky, always told me that, and that's something that you know kept with me. Like, you know, if you care, ask about their well-being. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's what it was for me. Like, mm-hmm. and that's for everyone. I try to mm-hmm. just uplift them. Oh yeah, I um, see that all the time. I try, I try, you know, I try. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that for me, that's what it was, and mm-hmm. I, I knew we both. That was my first year too. Yeah, so, yeah, they were going in there together. That was that was fun. You know, and I had my own struggles and mm-hmm. anxieties as mm-hmm. well. But I knew you coming from your background and, and to public school. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, you know, I went to public school my whole life and. Yeah. <laughs> I know how it is, so yeah. and I'm not bashing public school. Mm-hmm. Like no, I love yeah. public school, mm-hmm. but if you're not, you know, accustomed one, to the yeah, that's different. It especially is especially in one year, yeah. one year. So yeah. you, I'm sure you learned a lot. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You said you you play club sports, mm-hmm. and that's where I met you at mm-hmm. in your club. Yeah. 
how did that prepare you for if you know you think it did oh how yeah did it, prepare it, you for did. High school? it did i know like if i wouldn't have um i believe firmly believe that if i wouldn't have met josh at fort wayne united i probably wouldn't be playing a college sport right now um oh, wow. that's a bold statement it, i yeah, know, I know. I was, it is I, wow, it wow. is um I, there and there's a lot of things in the ways that i look up to josh that i don't think i've like told him a lot about especially recently like oh I, we had to write a couple of papers during uh, this past semester, and it was like someone like who inspires you or you look up to. And there's a lot of like in my major exercise science, like I want to do what Josh does and like oh, how he wow. trains and like just his example and uh, investing into people um, through sport. And so, I'm um, sorry, what was your question again? I was going no, to no, about that. Um, it was something about you like, could have just freestyled oh, that. I was, I was, I was with it. Oh yeah, how did how did uh, you prepare me? Well. Oh no! I was talking about his sport, club. Sport club. Uh, club. Yeah, yeah. Keep, so just keep going. You got it. I, <laughs> I met you at uh, Fort Wayne United, and I think the first time um, that, like, me and my friends were like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, Josh is so cool, and we just we really wanted to meet you, and so they were like. Something about like someone wanted to be like the first one to talk to you, I and so I commented this, on like, your tattoo <laughs> of uh, Ecclesiastes, and I was like, "Wow, that's so cool," or whatever. And so right from there, they, when we at, like every practice, we made a point to like talk to each other. And Hannah and Kaylin were always like, "Yeah, yay, Josh, yeah." Shout and so them. like we really enjoyed working with that. And like Josh said at the beginning, I was wow. wrapped up like a mummy. Man. I really was pretty pretty beat up. Man. And I remember the first he had me. <laughs> something was wrong with my Achilles. Everything. And was he wrong. gave me <laughs> he gave me this one one um exercise to do i was like lifting up my toes and turning them to the right or to the left to strengthen my achilles and i did it like 10 times and he's like nope you got like 25 more times to keep going and yeah. strengthen that so like on the sidelines he would train with me while i was watching everybody else and then from there like after united he um, put me on the injured reserve so i was like all right <laughs> he's, yeah. he's working with the injured yeah, yeah. but you yeah. like that oh, yeah. but you like I, I that. do you enjoy it yeah. you enjoy bringing, getting people back healthy and on the field for sure because yeah. the other stuff i won't say he's easy i'm not trying to discredit any trainer but yeah like, yeah. like the stuff it takes more attention man yeah you like that i know you you like yep, that i do <laughs> and then through that josh was like well you know what i see because we kind of got talking about like my uh, aspiration to go and play in college and then he's like well you know I think you have like work and drive and you can write these Definitely. letters of recommendation to get this scholarship to train with me and um, through that um, I got the scholarship and trained with him for a year at the Y and then ever since then it's been like just a lot of training and pushing me just to be like yeah we don't play no games yeah no no games especially no you games. know I mean sometimes it get pretty crazy with Barkus and Sydney but like yeah there's <laughs> There are times when, like, we just go hard. And Those are two I other think, girls, by the way. Yeah, yeah two other girls that uh, we trained with. But um, just a lot of motivation and just pouring into me that just I was like, all right. He believes that this dream is possible. And, like, um, I think a lot of your um, just encouragement to me, like, really helped me, like, believe that I can make this happen. Um, oh, I can't. He's I humble right now, yeah. y'all. Listen, I gotta, I gotta say shout out, shout out to my my man Josh. Yeah, man, no, no kidding. You know, it it is what you do it for, and I know it's hard for some people to receive what he just heard. But yo, Josh does this for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. When I say that, you can see it. Yeah, and we're not just saying it to say it. No, no it's real. He does it's this real. like watching him, and he he puts his all Listen, into these. I didn't know the podcast lives. is gonna be like. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm over here, like I, I don't, all my questions is like outdoor. <laughs> Because yeah, no, honestly. I mean like this is beautiful yeah. to me to, mm. to see stuff like this mm -hmm. because man, like you need to know you appreciate it, man. Yeah. When you you. you've you've reached her outside of sports, and that's mm -hmm. what it's about. Like yeah. like we always say that sport is gonna end one day. For mm -hmm. sure. But you've influenced her past. Like mm -hmm. she's gonna remember stuff like mm -hmm. like this stuff for life. And like her saying, like you took the school what you want to be, mm -hmm. that's deep. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's I what's know. up, man. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's salute, I, salute Josh. Yeah. Thank you. I, I mean, I'll get all praise to my Lord and Savior, bro. Yeah. But uh, for man, this field, this field that we're in, big bro. You know, we meet athletes all the time. Mm -hmm. I can tell you some athletes that's doing big things right now, playing cross seas, mm -hmm. been in the league, or are still in the league. You know, and to me, that that's that's freaking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But like, I care about your well being. Mm -hmm. I care. And most of that is faith. I'm a faith, you know, I'm a faith guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I, you know, my, my faith isn't better than the Bible, bro. Mm -hmm. So um, I care about people. Mm -hmm. I don't care about, honestly, I really don't care about how you play. Mm -hmm. 
I care about your well-being. You gonna people that can play gonna play. I care about your well-being. I care about the effort you're trying. I care about me pushing you. And some days you mm-hmm. like me, then some days you're like, why is he being a jerk today? Like mm-hmm. that though to me, that's like that's discipleship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when people trust you with their kids, and that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. trainers need to pay attention to this. When yeah, trainers of any sort, personal trainer, athletic trainer, whatever, when people trust you to be around their kids, you must do the right thing and be a mentor. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm not here for the check. Trust me, I am not here for the <laughs> <Nah>. check. <laughs> trust nah. me, I'm not here for the. Hey, my pl- em- employer, if you hear that, trust me, I ain't here for the check. They can't control me with no money. Mm-hmm. I've had that done before. I've been on the phone when people mm-hmm. offer me more money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I can't just mm-hmm. to stay or whatever. Mm-hmm. It can't control me with money. I care about people. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. I love I love all people. Yeah. So, um, like I said, that that's from that's from my Lord and Savior. So mm-hmm. I I appreciate all those the yeah. sentiments and and all that, man. Yeah. Um, did not know that. Good. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's <laughs> a really it. yeah beautiful thing and like just watching Josh do that has like not only like over the past couple of years I've noticed like I just want to invest into people and I think watching Josh do that and like I want to be an example just like Josh's because like the more okay so Josh an example to me and so many other kids and if they see that then we're going to start that with the next generation and just like investing into people because people have hearts people have feelings like we can use sport to just invest in these kids like sport is something we all love like Mm -hmm. for all of us athletes are out there and like you know we're we have the ability to just pour into them not only what they love but like just invest in them spiritually mentally like all these ways and it's something that I really want to do and I look forward to doing hopefully after after college is through and even you know internships within college yeah, and stuff my my coach was just like that and she was intimidating she looked like she was she she by the way uh-huh. Becky was 6'2 230 oh, massive wow. though like strong as an ox it's amazing but she get to talk and <laughs> you listen mm-hmm and you know she, man I don't pray with Becky I don't mm. everything she mm-hmm. asked me about my marriage and yeah. I'm like man you, you know at the time you're like none of your business but mm. but you know eventually mm-hmm. as a year go by and you with that person five days out of the week you start mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. and you don't even have to ask any questions like people talk those like those training sessions become therapeutic for people mm-hmm. you know what I mean so and this is different because you know at the time you know you're you're a young young woman yeah so i i have to look at it like i have to look at it from a mentor perspective a big brother perspective mm-hmm. and you know i i, I want to make sure you go home and your parents are proud mm-hmm. that you're going somewhere uh mm-hmm. people that are paying i want to mm-hmm. make sure their parents are getting their money's worth mm-hmm. i always say that yeah. and I, you probably heard me say this to a lot of people like mm-hmm. that we train with don't waste your money yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It, it ain't gonna be because of yeah. me I'm and you're honest with that like you know if like there are people there, and you're just like, I don't, I don't want you guys to waste your money. If this is not where your heart's at, then oh, all the time, yeah, a little more harsher than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, all the time, yeah. I, I hope people listening to that, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It yeah. shows that you're not in that in it for the money. You're yeah. not yeah. Money you're in it for no money. Yeah, yeah. I, I made that like I said. Like I don't. I'm not gonna let no one hold no money over my head. Mm-hmm. As much as I I need it to provide, mm-hmm. you're not about to. My moral compass is telling me, nah, mm-hmm. I got to go against the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. the money gonna be there. I truly believe that the money is gonna be there. That's tatted on me, Ecclesiastes seven twelve, mm-hmm. as we were talking about on my yeah. tattoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be there. Bread mm-hmm. gonna be there to come. Like platforms, mm-hmm. like this, stuff is gonna open doors. Like I believe that if I stay faithful, I stay disciplined. Mm-hmm. I give all my hopes and aspirations to my Lord and Savior. He gonna make doors open. Mm-hmm. That's how I've gotten to this field. Mm-hmm. I ain't man. They they not gonna control me mm-hmm. with no no money. So I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm going to reach people, and that's what it's about. It so, so since we're using this going way outside of sports. <laughs> no, so no. I, 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 I was, because yeah. I was going to ask Beck about training. Like, yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm sure you've trained before, Josh. I was going to ask the difference. Mm. But I got I to have another one that I feel like is a more important question. Mm-hmm. You've had other trainers, I assume, mm, before, a Josh. A not, a, not a lot. A lot of it since I was homeschooled. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a ton of opportunities to do, like, one-on-one training. I think of it, a lot of it was just me doing my own thing. That's um, another thing too. Yeah. What did you have? You um, had coaches though. Yeah. Yeah. My coaches, you know, always having us do these workouts and stuff. So like it was completely different, like just more one-on-one with Josh. But yeah, okay. the coaches that I did have, like they were helpful, but like a lot of it was me having to take like my own ideas and, and stuff. do it and yourself. Work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so the question I have is, um, 
what? Because I, I mean, you play sports. I mean, I play sports. Josh mm-hmm. has, mm-hmm. And, and it's like you, you have relationships that are better with some trainers, some coaches. Mm-hmm. I know for me what the difference was, mm-hmm. what allowed you, what about Josh Spirit allowed you to like, mm-hmm. like I enjoy being around him. I, his mm-hmm. words mean something. Mm-hmm. His spirit tells me like, I want to be mm-hmm. around this dude and I want to train mm-hmm. him. Cause you don't have that. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, and that's nothing against anybody. Yeah. Some people's spirit or, you know, whatever it is, it's just immediately for me, it cuts me off. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm not absolutely. feeling this yeah. person, but mm-hmm. I'll listen cause yeah. you're the coach. Oh yeah. Where mm-hmm. him, you like, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah. Like, yeah. what about Josh made you like, just had that feeling like I'm I'm rocking with this dude. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, I think probably the first thing, and this is gonna sound, um, I don't I don't know what this is gonna sound because he says it all the time, just being transparent, and Josh was really transparent and just like genuine with everything, and just his his um, just I don't know, he just the way, just very inclusive, I'm not just political, right from the start. No, no, just. Right and from the start. I, when I try, yeah. I mess up all the yeah. time. Yeah, and just so transparent. I be in me yeah. fumbling like yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah. just ain't me, man. And, and I appreciate, because with a lot of people, you know, it's hard to get, get honesty from people because they want to be nice. But mm-hmm. like Josh, you know, whether I was messing up in one way with training or, you know, not staying on top of my game, he's like, you can do better than this. And like, just his honesty with me and like, that's something that you need from a trainer and just his his humor in times it balances well sometimes you know there's the serious when we get serious and then he balances it with the humor and just very inclusive and just like let's get it done so just and you know honestly he he does shine he does shine for the lord like completely serious um like just i it's just this this um countenance that comes off of him just makes him inclusive and it just it just shines and it's very like he said about me very very likable cool yeah I'm learning. Name. I'm learning so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning too. We like, got the same yeah. last name, and I don't know nothing about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, he's awesome. <laughs> awesome. There's so many things about Josh. I'll come home and I'll talk to my parents and be like, "Yeah, I had such a good workout with Josh today. Just so encouraging." And like, my mom's like, "I'm so happy about it." Like, so like, they know. Like, then they fully trust um, Josh. I know my mom and dad have both met him. Just like, very comfortable with with me training with him. Just, and that's my way of is, being professional. Yeah. Man. yeah. Um, like I said, my I got a three year old and she's adorable. <laughs> thank you. Um, it's she looks like me, by the way. No, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, I, I ain't going into that one. I let you have that one with the wife. <laughs> um, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. If she mm-hmm. plays sports and like I told Terry before, my daughter is even born. Like, hey. She going to you. <laughs> like, I don't care if you 50, 60, 70. She going to you. Like, it's going to be hard. Like, because you can't trust anybody. You can't trust everybody. I man. know everybody's intentions is not. Yeah, yeah. And I know too much in this field. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the, the intentions that uh, people have in this field. So that, I'm not even scared by it. I just want to call it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to be like that. And then someone, I knew. I'm different with everyone. I'll say that. But I know she was from a homeschool background. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine her going to someone that, like the dude you talking about off there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's oh, just flirtatious. She'd have, listen, she'd have been done with Charlie's period. Oh like, I've never God. worked with anybody. <laughs> corrupted. That's corruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. girl been corrupted, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I'm not saying I'm like this with Becca. I'm just, I try to find ways to make when it's personal training, it's personal training. Like, you want to make it as personal as, mm-hmm. prob- as possible. But even when I'm doing groups, mm-hmm. periodization for, like, sports teams, the thing is to fit, you want to fit the, your program to them. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, them fitting into this program. Because I don't believe in the perfect program. Mm-hmm. I believe there's the program, and then you got to tailor it, you know, Whatever for... Into, yeah. yeah. And that's how I... Honestly... When I like when I read the word, that's what I get. You know what I mean? It's it's being tailored. Mm-hmm. It's tailored for you and me mm-hmm. and, and your situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, it's tailored. So mm-hmm. definitely, that, that that's what I got. Um, I have a I do have a question because not a lot of people getting scholarships to go to school mm-hmm. and play the sport that they love mm-hmm. to play, or they've yeah. been playing since two, three, yeah. four years old. Yeah, but you got one. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? You made it. You like, know, yeah, same, like, it feels like, good. It feels good. And like, I mean, I remember when I had my signing in your office, actually, that was 
a moment that I'd been waiting for ever since I started playing soccer. That was one of um, the highlights of like my. Career. It was it was so I I even started crying. I think I have it on video, but um, like I started playing at thirteen, I think, which is really, really late, late for a lot for of athletes. Yeah, super late, and obviously like didn't play on a high school team or a club team for the first three years uh two years i played completely homeschooled soccer wait which, so when i met you you what in your first second year yeah when i was a junior i was playing homeschool soccer along with club soccer wow yeah so i had just found out about the club soccer and i finally had enough money to play and so i played club junior and senior year and then played high school my senior year but other than that i played all homeschool soccer for the first three years of so high school th- that's why i asked could you be on the, um, the podcast as well because that story is, is rare. Yeah, you play club yeah. late, mm-hmm. um, and you said you just ain't had the money mm-hmm. to at yeah. first, which yeah. we understand because mm-hmm. club is very, very, very expensive. Yeah, check out episode three yeah. for 100, 100, 100. But here you are, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, like. Maybe part of me wishes I would have started earlier, but when I found out, like, when I started first playing, I had this opportunity to play homeschool soccer. Obviously, I was homeschooled, and my parents were like, well, we're not sure if you can even play at a high school, but, like, when I found out, like, I wanted to play and that I had this passion for it, I was I was just like, you know what? This is something that I want to see happen. So a lot mm-hmm. of it is the athlete just taking initiative. It's not even you starting early. Like, sometimes, mm. like, that's that's necessary, but... Very rarely is it, but it's, it's when you find the passion and then you take the initiative to work hard and, and just make it happen. And um, I know that some girls are like, well, in order to play pro or division one, you got to start young. That's not true. We mm. have a girl. We got a girl. Episode I played against three. her. Yeah, I played against her. Um, this, <laughs> Episode three. <laughs> this past season, she uh, went to an NAI school. So we played them this season. Okay. And, um, you know, NAI school, not D1, not even D1, D2 or D3. And she um, just signed a contract with FC Rain and scored her first professional goal as the first NAI athlete to ever play For real? women's <laughs> soccer. Yeah, I played against her this year. It was so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, she just, she, yeah, was, so she's playing with like Megan Rapino and Allie Long on the same <laughs> team with them. Isn't that amazing? Like, so cool. Wow. So I think it's a lot yeah, of, that's awesome. it's just, it's just you taking the initiative to do it yourself and just make it happen. And obviously surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you do that. But I don't think that starting at a young age is the perfect answer to all that and pouring all that money into it. If mm, later on, yeah, yeah, like what you guys are saying. So I completely agree with that. Yeah. So. We should have had our own episode three, man. Yeah, this, I know. This, this should be 3.5 or something because this is just an extension of last. Yeah, like, segue into there. So, so, got, so, I mean, Becca, what do you think about, uh, you said that you, you started around 13, which mm-hmm. in most sports, especially in mm-hmm. um, society today, that's really late. Mm-hmm. Do you are you happy that you started at the age? Because have you ever thought about like, man, if I had started earlier, maybe my drive wouldn't have been the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would have had burnout. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds like you really got to thirteen is like I'm I'm doing this because I want to. Where yeah. I feel yeah. like at that younger age, how do we yeah. know mm-hmm. what we want? It's like the mm-hmm. parents are driving us to be yeah. like, you're gonna play this sport, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not yeah. coming from you; it's coming from yeah. them. And um, it's an interesting story because when I was younger, my parents weren't super fond of the idea of us playing sports. We were a little conservative, but like. I was always very athletic. I have four older brothers, um, and definitely they, Becca. Becca can go. Yeah, <laughs> she, I yeah. Softball, easy. <laughs> my my she dream was to play solid. football actually because <laughs> I played football. Yeah, with them. Wrong. <laughs> I, told, I think I told you. I said, yeah. "Bro, you can play rugby." Yeah, I would have like, loved. My rocked, oldest brother she, actually played rugby at Hillsdale College. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I had four older brothers. We played at football, ultimate frisbee, just so many sports, and I, I loved it. And then the opportunity came, and there was this new homeschool soccer team, and I was like, "Sweet, this is an opportunity." My parents were like, "Let's let's try it out." And so from there, like, I was able to use all that energy and love for sports and just put it in there. And so from the very fusion, beginning, right? Yeah, Fusion. Yeah, Fort Wayne I just fusion. shot them yeah. out because they yeah. do great Yeah, work. Fort Wayne Fusion, yeah. absolutely wonderful, like, great atmosphere. Work. Absolutely. Any homeschool students, even non-homeschool mm-hmm. students, they've had non-homeschool students come I've met play. a ton, so, ton yeah. of, uh, like, athletes from Fort Wayne Fusion. Yeah. And just, yeah, they, I, yeah, they do good work, man. Yeah, Shout out to Fort Wayne amazing. Fusion. I love it. Um, but, yeah, so just... Um, a great 
just an interesting story just how and like you said about like it was my parents pushing me to play no it wasn't and do i think i would have played um earlier i don't know Mm -hmm. i mean obviously everything happened in god's timing and i don't know if i would have burnt out but like right now i just want to play soccer for like as long as i possibly can (laughs) so you know and maybe that comes with not starting super early and so you have just more drive it's like i missed out on all those years when i was little so i want to go i just want to keep going for as long as i can but i feel like when you're younger at the same time too like your body's still developing at a younger age and like sometimes it's helpful to get those touches in when you're younger and so but i think being super athletic when i was younger just helped me overall as an athlete um, so I didn't necessarily have to play in a club sport, but I was just always playing sports, whether it be ultimate frisbee or football, and it was it was a good time. So mm. yeah. Let me clear this up too, because someone uh, wrote a lot of people wrote me last week after episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people to me because they usually don't speak to me so <laughs> on a regular. But we don't hate club sport. No, we just hate. So, on some aspects of what it's becoming. Mm. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so we don't hate club sport mm. at all, but there is something that I think parents should be aware, like these mm-hmm. topics. Mm-hmm. Um, here, you're living proof that we don't have to start club sports mm-hmm. at four. No. You know? No. I think it's key. Like, if you want to go and play in college, especially like talking to recruiting coaches, it's like if you know you want to play a college sport, like, by the time you hit high school, I think it's a good time For to sure. maybe play play a club. Mm. But um, before then, I don't think that's like super necessary. I mean, unless you're trying, I don't even know. Like, not many students who play club, like you said, get into Division One schools anyway. Like mm-hmm. you think of the higher up athletes. So, um, yeah, I don't think pouring all that money into it is always worth it. For mm. sure. Can you talk about some of the struggles of trying to make? the money to pay for yeah yeah um well i remember a lot yeah i remember my parents they wanted to help me out and in the first year that i i thought about playing i was like well i just i just don't have the money and like i have seven siblings so it's not like we have yeah (laughs) Uh, it's not (laughs) like we had just money everywhere that we could just put into everything and so um you know my parents were like we want to help you as much as possible but a lot of that money is gonna have to come from you and working and so i would do like babysitting i worked at a dentist's office for a while did some Mm. some random jobs and like um yeah, I had to come up. And also bees. I did the bees, honeybees. Oh, uh, yeah. So a lot of that. the money you for club came from you selling honey. That, that honey so, was fire. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about yeah. that honey. So it was a struggle for me. And I think it's interesting because most kids in club don't have to work for the ability to play in club. Sometimes them it's being paid for them. And so they just do it to do it because someone else is paying for it. And um, I think that when you're working hard to pay your own like ability to play there it's a completely different you have a completely different mindset because you're like i'm paying for this i want to get the most out of this and it's frustrating because some girls there are just like well i'm here because i'm here and i don't have to pay for Mm -hmm. this so we're just gonna do whatever and i was like no (laughs) i want to win and i want to go hard and and to them it was maybe just more of like a a season and we're just waiting for it to get over and i was like "Mm, no (laughs) wow wow I'm loving this story, by the way. <laughs> See, my voice got real deep. Like I, was, I love this. I love, no, I'm loving this because it's coming from an athlete that's currently playing yeah. and not the old guys that are oh, you just yeah. dislike this. Yeah, no. I played AAU. Like I did all this stuff too, but like looking back, it's like like and looking today, like like Becca just said, like she worked for what she wanted. So it drove her like, I'm paying for this, I'm doing this because she has siblings. Her mm-hmm. parents were like, "Yeah, we can help, but you got to do this." And mm-hmm. that telling me she wanted it. Where you have, like we said, you have parents who want it mm-hmm. more than their children. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some are more on your team. Like, yeah. like you said, I'm just here. I love my teammates, though. Yeah, like, I yeah, love yeah. all of them. And, but, and you know, I've, I've loved every. I mean, and oh, just yeah. but it's true. You it's see the different. parents in the stands mm-hmm. who are yelling in the kids like, yeah. "I really don't care." Yeah, about no, this. my parents always been supportive. Like in the games, they make it just. They're like, you know, we don't care how you play. It's just like, we know this is something we you love and we want you to pursue that. And just always super supportive in that. Like, 
financially and just like just helping me the most as, as much as possible and like with college I didn't think college was gonna happen because I was like I don't have enough money but with the, the partial scholarship that I got and then just working so hard and saving so much you know I took out a real small loan like a couple thousand dollars but that's it for for freshman year and then I think I put uh, like eight grand or something into it after saving so mm. like just a lot of hard work and savings and mm. it really taught me to be like like really structured with my money because I was like okay this is what I got to put towards college this is what I got to put towards whatever other expenses so like yeah it was, it was good and it just helps you grow as a person like yeah this is in the life the life that you're in now and this is preparing you for what's ahead so it was really helpful it's just nice to like sometimes it's stressful because money can be stressful but like this has really helped prepare me for what I what I have to do ahead as an adult you know so it's it's been a, a cool journey and I'm excited for what's mm. ahead mm. I'm excited I want to I want to send a shout out to her parents. Yeah, 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 yeah Scott and yeah. Cause, Forty, yeah, because they did a wonderful job. Like, Great job. Yeah. listen to this story. Yeah. Like that is parenting. Mm-hmm. Like preparing your child for the future, yeah. and like yeah. I, I I pray you ride soccer um, as long as you can. I take want as far to. As you know, you I'd love to go like semi pro, but, but I don't know. We'll honestly, see. you're going to be successful in life regardless. Like <laughs> this you. conversation has already already showed me you are meant for success. Soccer field or no soccer field, you're prepared. Thank like, you. You gonna be okay. <laughs> you gonna be great. Like yeah. Josh told me about this, and I'm like, yeah, we can talk to her now. I'm like, hype. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting up here listening to her story. Like, uh, I won't bring nobody yeah. in that. Yeah. Like oh, I'm yeah. on the edge of my seat listening to her story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I love this. Oh yeah. Sorry guys, I got excited. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm stepping back from the mic. You straight man. I've I've always felt that for you. So for me, you know, hearing your aspirations, like I remember asking you, like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Is this is mm-hmm. club it? Mm-hmm. And say I would like to go to school. Yeah, and I think I said, well, you got to heal up first. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. You got like KT tape yeah. on. <laughs> but I, I knew that I was like, okay, if we're gonna do this, then we gotta, we gotta, you gotta walk right. Oh first. yeah, I gotta <laughs> I gotta have you up normal arches first. Oh, they man. were messed up. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I remember walking. Josh had me and Sydney, and I think. Kayla do this uh, one thing. There was just like rocks on the top of the roof, and we would walk on the rocks hey man, for I got, training. I got a lot. I watched that one. Like I that one was. I love that one. It hurt a little bit, but it felt good. And just some of the creative things that Josh comes up with for training is well, just we, we probably one of my have, favorite things as well. Well, when you don't have a lot of money, you, yeah. you get creative. <laughs> you get creative. And seriously, that's just how my brain works. Oh, yeah. I don't have large budgets, so I'm like, all right, what can I do? Yeah. But um, yeah. So. And I just want to speak about this real quick, too, because I get this question all the time. How do you train? And it's not about the squatting. It's not about the, mm-hmm. the bench press. Um, that stuff is cool, mm-hmm. but we got to keep kids resilient. I'm sorry. We got to keep young men, young women <laughs> um, on the field or court, whatever the sport is. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to keep them resilient through the sport. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is working on, this, this you know, to me, Small details. The big stuff is easy. Mm-hmm. I can go tell you the bench mm-hmm. press and squat. Yeah. That ain't nothing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, did you do your mobility? You do some correctives. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hey, you need to go do this. Hey, you, you know what I mean? I can tell how you watch. Yeah. I just watch all that. Like your coach's eye, I would tell any per, uh, any trainer, work on your coach's eye. Look, look at your athletes, how they're walking. You should, I can tell when something off. I can go watch mm-hmm. you and be like, mm-hmm. something off. <laughs> But the coach and me coming out, that's that's where coaches don't that's where they have to hand that take the hat off and give it to To the trainer. Because Absolutely. a lot of coaches wanna be both. And you even, can't even, really handle even, both of them. You no, can't. No, it's hard. You can't. And so like, yeah. you know, with me being a coach, I can look at kids and be like, Hey, his ankle, he's favoring his ankle. And For sure. They may not see them like he's he don't need to play or he mm-hmm. shouldn't do this today because he's he's, you know, walking, favoring, oh, I can't tell. It's not hundred percent. It's mm-hmm. weak still. For sure. And like you said, that's the eye because we, we're trainers. We're trained to look at that to keep kids healthy or get them back healthy where a coach is like, just being honest, most coaches are only concerned about winning. Oh, can dude. he play? Can he play? If the oh, kid dude. says they can play, the coach and most kids and high... <laughs> You yeah. probably did yeah, this before. Yeah. Becca, you probably yeah. been hurting. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can play. Yeah, I, got I got a good story. See? Hold on. Becca was hurt. Uh, hurt. No. Like, Becca was hurt. Mm-hmm. I wrote an email to her coach. Like, she can't do this. And she said, no, nah, I'm good. Bruh, I pop up at the game. She, she didn't even know. Uh, 
She didn't, she scored. But <laughs> <laughs> so look, but hurt in the mug, oh man. She did God. score. I can look at her like she was small limp. I'm like, you scored. Let's go. But you shouldn't be playing. But let's go. Let's go. You know what I mean? But you know, she. I got her later and you know we we did what we had to do yeah. to heal her up yeah. so yeah so she know mm-hmm. she know but no you're right man you're right i that's actually i've always had that question for you because you're both you're mm-hmm. you know you're you're the coach leading the pack mm-hmm. and you're also the trainer that's worked with injuries and mm-hmm. sports performance so like how do you turn you know, how do you go on and off between the two? Yeah. Or do you just I'd try to, to keep them? What you, <laughs> I can't even imagine. Apparently what you're doing is what like, I want to do, like the, the coaching aspect and yeah. doing the, the training. I mean, he's the, a jack of all trades. Training, <laughs> that's yeah. what he doesn't say. The training definitely helps because, um, like I said, if somebody, I see them favoring something or they tell me something's bothering them, mm-hmm. I can ask them, you know, what did you do in the weight room class today? What, what, what lifts did you do? Okay. What areas hurting? Like, you know, I can help whether I'm taping them up, whether I'm stretching them. Um, the hard part becomes, you know, when, you know, you're trying to heal somebody, you want to give them 100% of your attention, but then also you got a whole team of yeah. other players. Mm. So I can't give you 100% because I have to go run practice. Right now, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've had other guys um, at New Haven that have come in, um, you know, and done some training stuff, and I kind of let them have it. Now, if I see somebody like, like, say, Becca was like, nope, I'm going to do this drill, and I might go and grab her and, like, no, just come to the side. Mm-hmm. We'll work on some mm-hmm. stuff over here. While they're over there, but um, it definitely helps in the off season. Uh, being having the background with training and sports performance, um, and then being around, you know, some of the stuff me and you have with you know injury prevention and yeah, you know, getting kids or athletes, excuse me, back on the field. But it's really difficult to be a trainer and coach during the season. Like oh, that's, <laughs> I can't. Even that's imagine. when I kind of like I gotta I gotta be coach most of the time. Okay. But you know, if it's if it's something that's serious and I'm trying to really help that kid get back. Then I'm really I'm adamant about like yo sit out no mm-hmm. don't do this I even talk to head coach he doesn't need to play mm-hmm. he needs to sit out now at the end sometimes the kid will win out and say they can play and then when they don't perform well I go up to him like you're still injured I'm mm-hmm. telling you let it heal mm-hmm. but it's it's hard man to do both it really is so I take my hat off to you and any other coach slash sports performance coach because I can't even imagine because it's hard it's hard going between both. Do you know all the athletes that are that come from a homeschool background? Do you know I, any? I believe most famous ones um, should be kind of easy. Well, I know. Yeah, right? What's his name? Help me out here. <laughs> uh, he plays. He doom, played doom, for the Clippers. Doom, doom, Help me doom, out here. No. Oh, I, I know okay. one of them played for the Clippers. Uh, okay. Yep. That's Blake Griffin. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's I there's another kid who plays at Cedarville, which is a D two school. Okay. Quentin Green. He okay. plays for the basketball team. He's homeschooled. And then there's a couple other girls through like homeschool teams that we played. One played at Asbury University, which is okay. A, an yeah, so I'll there hear. are a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably more than we think. Uh, I'm and, and sure. I, yeah. Now I've heard the trend. I, I don't know statistics. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I've heard a lot of a lot more. You know families or parents are homeschooling kids now because of the education Mm -hmm. system they feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. with them i did read Mm -hmm. that yeah okay yeah i haven't i haven't seen statistics but i've heard Mm -hmm. that it's getting really popular yeah and there's two different ways to go about playing like homeschool sports one there's one way is like okay so we're gonna homeschool you but we'll like you can go play at high school and like Mm -hmm. take a class there so that you can play at high school and do homeschool but then there's also like in my situation where you were homeschooled and you played with other homeschoolers on a homeschool team. And there's like homeschool basketball teams in Fort Wayne, homeschool soccer teams, baseball, softball, that. But like in my situation, I did both. So I played, I played homeschool soccer and then I did play high school soccer while like partially being homeschooled. But at the same time I did go to the high school. So like it was a part time. Yeah. It was like a part time thing, but I I think Mm. I did take like five classes. So I, Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah, So, and then I took took two classes at Indiana tech at the same time. So that was, yeah. Yeah. So So you weren't, you weren't completely homeschooled. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, the first, like you, you dipped in a little bit of everything. The first 11 years of school, I went to school. Well, my junior year, I did go to Indiana Tech, but like it was Indiana Tech classes and homeschool. Okay. So like, and then the, my senior year, I was like pretty much all at the cow. Okay. Um, And then like I had two classes at Indiana Tech, like I said. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. How hard is it to balance your schooling? Because that's one, that's a lot of, (laughs) 
traveling. You're going to, you're going to the college. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go to the high school. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember practice. I was like, I got to hurry because I, I would go from like Fort Wayne to Indiana Tech and then come all the way to DeKalb like That's on Tuesdays far. and Thursdays. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it was it was good, but the days were long. They were really I'm long. Sure. And it, I think doing that and like balancing Indiana Tech classes with the the daily stuff at DeKalb like helped prepare me for college because college is like you're very scheduled and it's and actually went in for a semester with a got on the dean's list um, which is impressive because my GPA in high school was worse than my college GPA so yeah so my college GPA was a lot better yeah yeah, thank you Terry you want to talk about your um your your college schedule how like tedious (laughs) and tight it was (laughs) Um, well, again, I mean, and Becca can kind of give hers, but you know, every sport is different. Mm-hmm. Every coach is different. Um, I assume as, as, as we're, you know, it's 2019. So it, it's almost getting to the point where it doesn't matter what level teams are pretty much all on that same, you know, time frame of when practices are. So, mm-hmm. you know, for us in basketball, um, during the off season, during off season, we usually had weights. Um, we had open. We had open gym, which was voluntary, which means it was not voluntary. It means you have to show up <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, uh, and then you would have position training. So you know, a typical Monday through Friday, and I don't remember exact how many, but I'd have weights probably at six or seven a.m. depending on if people were taking summer school classes. Then you may you might go home for like an hour or two so you can nap get something to eat and then we would go back up and you would probably have like for me guard guard training which is working on guard movements whether it's shooting you know making moves off the dribble ball handling defense whatever and then we'd probably play pickup about two or three hours after that goodness then you'd have to come back in at night and lot. get probably like 500 shots up and that was not voluntary either. That was mandatory, even though it was voluntary. And then trying to balance like, you don't have to be here, studies. but you should be here. It, trying it, to balance all that with studies yeah, is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so during the season, though, it was like looking back, you know, I did some stuff like partying and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if I would have just been way more strict on my time, I probably could have been an even better player than I thought I was because we would have practiced at like 5 a.m. And then you go home, shower, you might have class at 8 or 9. Then you had practice at 12. Then you had to go back. And if you, like I told you, if you were out of shape, you had extra conditioning. Oof. If you were shooting, like in a shooting struggle as a guard, you'd have to get three, five, three to 500 shots up. Then you may have more classes. Then you had study table at seven or eight. And it was mandatory to be a study table. Even for the guys who had like, you know, Orlando Dean's list or, yeah. you know, 4.0 GPA, because they had to come and help the guys who weren't, were, you know, falling behind. Yeah. So then at night, during the season, you if you want to get weights in or the coach is like, hey, you need to get stronger, you may have to lift at like 9 or 10, then go home and go to sleep and get ready. So and sometimes do it all over do again. It all over again. <laughs> and it's like kids kids want, they want that, they want that, and I say most of them want Division One, but college sports in general. It's just hard. It's hard to mm-hmm. be an athlete. And people think, you know, you may have heard, oh, you guys get a pass because you're an athlete. Yeah. No, I'm probably working harder than you are because I have to not only be an athlete, I have to be a student. Mm-hmm. But they brought me here to be an athlete, so they expect me to produce. Because they mm-hmm. got to maintain a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or they're going to be like, hey, Terry, <laughs> we, get this to, uh, Terry, we like you, man, but you can go back to Fort Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got another guy coming yeah. in. I was like, so, yeah, it's just a lot of pressure on athletes, which is why we also alluded to the mental health thing. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure Becca can tell you, I mean, she... Dean's list that is amazing. I that wish is amazing. I wish I my GBA wasn't close to the Dean's list. Terry on the Dean list, please. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. Oh my gosh, we forgot one more person too. What's that? That was home. Uh, homeschool. Serena Venus Williams. Oh, oh but no but you know what? When we when I was reading that list, you sent. A lot of those, because they're professionals, they don't have a choice but to be homeschooled. I know. So they turn professional, like tennis players, swimmers, like swimmers, a lot of those, Mm -hmm. they have to turn pro at a young age, so they have to be because they're traveling so much. But like, the one that I remember was the most famous is uh, Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I have How forgot. did I forget about that? Yeah. I don't know. That's a huge yeah, Because I remember obviously. like, he was homeschooled, but then mm-hmm. they were talking about how like, he went to the high school that was like, I guess, like, close to his home or something, mm-hmm. and people were complaining because... He was the man, but they said that he worked harder than anybody on the team. <laughs> like he was the strongest. Yeah. He was like the fastest. And 
Like, I remember watching that whole Tebow mania when he was going to, like, college and stuff. Yeah. And, like, kind of like Becca. He's a natural-born leader. Like, I, I told people, like, you don't have to like his football skills and his QB. I was like, the guy's a leader. Maybe that's something developed at home school. Mm-hmm. That's some guy put in him. <laughs> Becca got yeah. it too. She she's hey, she's saying all the same stuff. I follow her on the soccer field. For real. I might not score or nothing, but I'd follow her. For sure. Terry, yeah. get up. I can't. I'd be out there running with, with the ball in your hand though. Like Terry, the football. Kick, kick the ball, Terry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Coach, take Terry out. It's okay. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Oh man. So um we'll close this out here in a little bit. What would you like to tell anyone that's coming from homeschooling that wants to play a sport in, in school? How, how could you motivate that young man or woman? Well, I definitely think it is the mindset. Like, it's all about the mindset. And um, I know you probably hear that a lot. But at the same time, like, you know what? It's okay to have an off day. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you go hard, but it's it's okay to, like, balance that. And I know most recently, like... I've never been less motivated to do um, anything before. And sometimes that is okay. And like, you know what? You got to get through the difficult times, but at the same time, have your end goal in mind. And something that like my mom always would would tell us, you know, if you plan to, if you fail to plan, then you will uh, plan to fail. Uh, So like planning and just having that goal in mind, like, and getting it done. And so I think, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you're homeschool, don't really don't really have the same opportunities as a club student or a high school student. It's just like, you can make it happen. You really can. And it's all about um, your mindset with it. So I think like, you know, it's good to go hard and to just get it done. But at the same time, just knowing that you're going to have hard days and that's okay. Like that is a okay. Um, And just like, you know what, even though you, you might have a hard day or a couple days or a week, it's just like, you know what, this is my end goal and it's going to get better. You know what, sometimes it's a hard day, but this is my end goal. And still having that mindset even when, when there are, are hard times because it, it, it does get difficult. Why is there a stigma that soccer players don't train? Why is there a stigma that soccer players yeah. don't train? Yeah. Um, <sighs> you hear that all the time. Are right, you yeah. a soccer player? Don't uh, need to train. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody just thinks that soccer is just a lot of a lot of running, and I think um, I I guess I'm trying to understand where you're going with that question. What, okay. Uh, like. So. Okay, even where I met you at. <laughs> yeah. So like. We're not gonna say, <laughs> but, <laughs> but even where I met you at, um, walking in, that you can you tell they didn't want to live. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like why? Why is that? Why is it? I I mean, I think. And it seems like it's a cultural thing. Though, yeah, sometimes the, it's the just cultures. Like, I mean, the coaches are like that too. Mm-hmm. But is that only here? Because overseas, know. you know, soccer overseas is treated like our football, baseball, oh, yeah. basketball, yeah. for sure. Where for they're sure. training, no, I think about it. Yeah. yeah, you know, they train completely yeah. different, and it's not that. Yeah. Oh, we don't want to work out. Is it? Yeah. Do you think it's just America that hasn't caught on yet, or? I don't know. Or would it be America Youth? Because I think I've yeah. sent you pictures before. I'm like, this girl, Jack. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. shout out. You know, I always look at Sydney like, LaRue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Who yeah. freaking just a workhorse. She mm-hmm. looks fit. She, mm-hmm. She's a soccer player. So mm-hmm. why is it? I guess you're asking, yeah. like, why is it that, like, soccer players just aren't motivated to train or just, like, don't see the importance of of yeah. training, like, like physically training, like lifting and all yeah. that kind of stuff? Um, I mean, I do think it's a mindset and especially like in high school club, I think it's like, well, if I'm just here to be here, like the one girl who was just like, I just want to play soccer, you know, I don't care about <laughs> yeah. it. I just want to play soccer. And I think it's just that they, they don't think about how, what could happen if you don't train, like you can get injured, like that, that kind of stuff is real. And like, if you're not prepared for it, they just don't, I don't think they think ahead and like, this is something I need to prepare for and this is what's going to help me. So I don't think they understand maybe the importance of it. Um, and getting stronger, getting more fit. And sometimes it's just going in like half-hearted, like, oh, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be a college athlete. That's amazing. But like, you got to you gotta prepare yourself for it because it's not as easy as we just assume sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was your, um, what did you hate about training? What did I hate about training? Yes, with me. 
Oh, gosh. I think the first time we did the ab rollouts, oh. <laughs> I went home after that. I've never had more sore of abs. And, like, that was hard. Oh. That was hard. I remember I was like, what did he do to my abs? Like, I don't I don't understand. So the hardest part was probably just, like, there were moments and, like, Sid and Barkus would say, like, do you want it? Like, yeah. just wanting it because sometimes it's just this sucks and it was hard to do and it's just I don't want to do this and I just feel uncomfortable like just because I'm sweaty and (laughs) I'm I'm tired and I want to go home and sleep and so like yeah I feel like every athlete goes through that and it's just um yeah that part of it but I think really having our group that we worked out with really helped just like the motivation and just like getting through it for sure so but yeah yeah. Y'all do me a favor since three of y'all that I've trained will be at the same school. Yeah, yeah. Just make sure y'all yeah. stick together. And oh, yeah. Y'all I'm train, excited. Train together. Yeah, train together for sure. Yeah, train together. Sure. And I'll, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited, all three out. of us together. At the same school, all trained by Josh. Let's go. I'm excited. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. crazy. You know you gotta go visit and oh, oh, I have yeah. to. Oh, yeah. You gotta make appearance. Oh, yeah. You gotta yeah. make an appearance. Man. I have to. Yeah, uh, yeah can't go on that far. So Oh yeah. yeah. And I was talking to my coach yesterday mm-hmm. and he was most of the teams at IU Kokomo are are good. And he's like, you know, so we we don't have any pressure to be good or anything when really <laughs> and so it's obviously our first season and so like I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And like Yes, it's a brand new team and he doesn't have any expectations, but at the same time, like they do have a lot of good programs. So he has some high expectations for us. And I just want to make sure that like our team, like together, we're, we're going to work together because like, I feel like some of us aren't coming in with the same attitude of like working hard, but we'll see. We'll see. So. Do you guys have a, um, are you going to have a summer strength training program? Yes. He, he already gave it to us. Okay. And so some of it is taking the accountability to do it yourself. And I feel okay. like with the most college athletes is doing those workouts because so many people just don't do it and it worries me and i'm like no (laughs) i'm preparing and i want you to prepare so that when we get there we can can just go go. and so that's a big concern of me right now but um so for all the athletes who are going to be working on summer programs this summer do it (laughs) do it get it done because you won't regret it when preseason hits and you have three days (laughs) and obviously you come back out of shape and i'm in shape it's going to be an issue that's what what, that's what beck is telling you Come back in shape because I'm really in shape. Three, yeah, he's planning on having us do three days. Can you explain? So, Are you like elaborate on three days? Um, well, I think he wants us up at six. So we have like two week and two weeks of preseason before like season yeah. goes into full swing. So he, I think he wants us up at six, and we train for two hours, and just a lot of like technical stuff. And then I think we'll have some maybe some weights, but a lot of running and just playing soccer. Yeah. So just preparing, getting to know each other better, and finding that chemistry. And so that three times a day, and it's gonna be like so in the morning it'll be cooler, but you got noon and evening. Mm. where it's like hot and you're going to be running a lot and so like it's a lot of work and if that's two hours so that's six hours uh, of your day like three times so I'm a little nervous but I think it'll be good I'm ready I have missed playing soccer so I'm ready to just go hard you're going to be great yeah I'm excited you're going to be awesome what do you do outside of like off season to stay in you know shape to stay in shape or you know just to kind of stay or maintain I should say Mm mm-hmm well, I think especially since like I, I was planning, I am planning on transferring and so things with the team were different at Bethel, but like a lot of running and I think my biggest issue is working on endurance. But then just like like you said, just making sure to do that, the strength training, you know, a couple of times a week, but mm-hmm. a lot of running. Just Absolutely. Yeah, just a lot of running because, you know, like you said, the one time I came back and I was like, you know, I did a lot of running and you're just like, what happened to your legs? Like they got so slim, like in, in a way that like, it's good, but at the same time, I need that. Um, I, just for me, the the strengthening, especially mm-hmm. for you sp- specifically, mm-hmm. that's what kept those tendons. That's mm-hmm. what kept those ligaments. Yeah. Like yeah. from being injured, I told you, you was you was gonna, you know, could have. I would have tore an ACL. Definitely. Yeah, if I, if the, I wouldn't have had that. And I don't oh, even sure. put that. So yeah, just remember the basics. Remember yeah. how to absorb impact. Remember. Mm-hmm. You know. Or just text Josh. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just a lot of the basics, like Josh. Just, just text, yeah. just just hit Josh up and bother him. He'll he'll yeah. take care of you. Because <laughs> but run, 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 yeah. run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but don't especially forget to with soccer and even just. 
playing soccer yeah. as much. We had an intramural team. I played with some guys from our soccer team. It was so fun. We got an Italian music, Rebecca, whatever. Yes. It was going so fun. But like just playing, especially like your sport in the off season, like yeah. just playing it because that, you know, keeps you in touch with it. And then just the basics, like you said. So freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, Becca, we want to thank you for uh, just coming, just coming and kicking it with us yeah absolutely this has been so fun yeah you know no weights today yeah. we're just kicking it we've never kicked it yeah we're kicking it. you know is there anything yeah. you would like to say before we close out um well thanks for having me this has been fun and i'd love to do it again and just oh for sure yeah like you I think, know I think maybe Terry's, catch up after yeah. fall season see what happens elaborate more yeah. if y'all can see how josh just looked at me. <laughs> i think terry's brought in too <laughs> Yeah, 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 she won me over. She won me over in this podcast. I'm a Becca fan. I'm gonna get her jersey and wear it around. But yeah, and just like thank you for having me. And no for people who are listening, like this is all genuine. Like none of this is like you said in it for political reasons. But like it's genuine. Like this is real stuff. And just wanting to be real with people. And it's not a show. It's not. And um, I want to stress that. Yeah, you most. hear that? I want to stress huh? that the most. Um, no, so that's coming from me. It's not coming from them. It's coming from me watching them. And then yeah, like, we ain't not here faking the funk because no, my grandma say, no. Huh? <laughs> no. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you, Becca. Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm going to be a little more calm than Josh's. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this was a great show. Um, I love listening and, and, I love stories of people and especially athletics because we all have so many different backgrounds and I appreciate hearing stories outside of what we're used to because yeah. it allows you growth and, you know, mm-hmm. just, just understanding people, man. I, it was, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than Josh explained it to me. Really? Like, oh, you're better, yeah, yeah. you're better telling your story than yes. Josh was telling your story. I'll probably, I'll probably downplayed it. I'll probably downplayed it. Yeah, yeah, Becca, she plays soccer, she'll be on. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like yeah, she was homeschooled, she plays soccer. Great story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right, cool, be, cool. Yeah. We'll work with you. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. No, man, we appreciate you. You're our first guest, by the way. So. Yes, I feel so, so special. We appreciate it. You are special. Yeah. Don't forget that. Thank so. you. You are special. So, uh, oh, thank you, Nick. I always, I always shout out Nick. Forgot yeah. to shout out Nick. I always, I mean, shout out to Nick. Yeah. Holding us down. Holding us down with a new way of doing the sound again so he, so. he, he has it, and if i could show you this dinner tray he's using <laughs> it's got all kinds yeah, of I little tools on it it's, <laughs> hey, hey it's what's up hey i never seen that either so we're gonna end out with my man homage <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in we see oh y'all listen to us next week so peace out everybody. thank you peace out have a great week Oh, 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 oh,